from Pampurovo, Bulgaria, Interski 2019, we attended an on-snow people skills clinic with Eric Rolls and wanted to give you an idea of what it was like on snow. So we've got some sounds from all sorts of different folks, uh, as well as Eric's clinic leading. But we start off with Eric giving uh, some helpful directions to where the indoor clinics were going to take place that afternoon. Teaching skills is second, people skills is first. All right. Yeah. It's in that big room, uh, room two. Yep. And then there's some snowboard specific yeah. kids stuff in the police station. The police station. <laughs> I think it's amazing <laughs> that they put the snowboarders in the police station. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, is this efficient? Is this the courthouse? And he says, yes, <laughs> where people talk when they do crimes, is what he said to me. And I was like, okay, I guess we're guilty. We're already guilty. Let's go, let's go to the police station. And then Eric got down to business. So we're going to focus on the interaction between us as teachers to our students. But I also know that a lot of you are trainers. So I'd like to really talk about how we can use our people's skills for instructors as we train instructors just to keep it a little more relevant to this audience so by the end of this clinic you're going to understand the four people skills fundamentals that we use in the US and the goal would be that you're able to identify at least two out of the four specifically within this clinic so that that is uh, essentially the learning outcome is understand the four people skill fundamentals that we, we promote in the states and then be able to easily identify two of them uh, throughout the day or throughout this morning okay sound good cool yeah. let's let's uh go ahead and get sliding what i'd like to do is uh i've noticed heavy traffic going this way towards the end of the week so we're going to hop on this lift up here and just what are those people skill fundamentals so here they are, trust, communication, self-awareness and self-management is the third one. Those are coupled together. And then social awareness and social management is the fourth one. Okay, so, so repeat after me. Trust. 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 trust, good communication. Good communication. Self-awareness and self-management. Self-awareness, self-management. Social awareness, social management. Social awareness, social management. You are all part of the cult now. Say ways and ways to stars and yeah. stripes. Yeah. No yeah. American flag to yeah. Totally. Yep. You're all knighted into this. Um, so we're going to break those down into parts. And we're going to use independent flexion extension as our vehicle to pull out those pieces. Okay? So just give you a little heads up on uh, what we're going to do. So we're going to ride down a little bit. Think about what sort of tasks you may use in your own organization to see the legs independently flex and extend. As I've looked throughout the week, it seems like we all do that. So it was a, it was a, nice, uh, a, a nice thing to sort of uh, draw from no matter what your system is. Independent flex and extension is the focus. And even for George here, George uh, does a lot of our podcasts. He's on skis, but he's going to be participating as well, which is going to create a nice dynamic within the group to challenge ourselves to think about how does it relate 
because he's and for George himself to you know think about the, these movements so we're going to do it as a group first just to give you an example of, of something I'm talking about is it can be a turn or it can be a little activity that isolates the movement it's really your choice in this case I'm going to do a little little activity activity that isolates it it's essentially uh, we're gonna do little shuffles with our feet and uh, there's a couple different names for these and I like to call call these pain in the S turns so we're gonna do a big S okay large radius and throughout this S we are going to keep our board flat enough and do little pivots and shuffles throughout the whole S so it's gonna be little pivots throughout the big S. And I'll show you the visual of that. And so it's gonna be flex and extension independently to accomplish that, both on toe and heel. So be careful, watch out for others. It looks like we have a good space. You don't have to wait to the next person. We can kind of snake it down together to keep in a nice group, to keep safe. So I'll show you what that looks like. Eric did a great job of keeping the group moving. He gave us a demo, the group rode. I skied and we picked it up again. Cool. So that's an example. We're going to be going down kind of a blue black pitch. And uh, what I'd like to do is kind of break into groups of, uh, let's see, let's have two groups of three and then two groups of two. And I think, um, actually, we got, no, let's do three groups of three, one group of two. So someone in the group, pick a task. It can be anything. All it needs to do is promote independent flexion extension and see if you can describe the movements and what you want them to do. And then go down. We're going to go down this pitch and then we're going to meet over by that bank over there. See the bank over there? So we're going to use this whole, whole pitch to do it. I'm going to kind of bounce around and kind of uh, see, see what's going on within the, within the group. So split into three groups of three, one group of two. So we broke into groups and came up with a task. What's your name? Daniel. I'm George. George. Hi. Very nice to meet you. Hey, very nice. Thanks for so George, are you having supposed to do like this or do you do like this? I'm going to do this. Whatever you talk, <laughs> I'm going to apply it to skiing or yeah. that, that's important to me. Yeah, it's nice. It's going to be nice. Do you have a suggestion, Yuri? I don't know. I mean, what we would would do maybe go into the side slipping and yeah. touch the nose and the tail. Yeah. So when you touch the the tail, you would need to extend the front foot and um, flex the the back one and, and vice versa. Then when you go touch the front. Yeah, but so, so you keep your. So you go like side slipping side to side, and you go touch your tail and touch your your nose. Okay. okay. Would that count? Yeah, anything to get down. Give it a go. One to extend and the other to close. Yeah. Yeah, yep. what do you want to do about that? You've already, I already know what to do. Yeah. 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 I mean, okay. totally what you're talking about. Yeah. I'm going to play around with this and do some different things where as I'm going where we would normally you know, really think about the body moving this way, I'm going to touch the tips of my skis. Yeah, the 
same okay, as so me. So it's going to be more front and back movement, so you're not flexing. That's totally fine. I need to finish my turn on my heels. Yeah. Not back, but I need to be engaging the tail of the ski. Should you try it on our heels or our, it doesn't matter? We can both. Yeah, both, yeah. Upon completion of the task, Eric checked in with the groups to see how the interactions had worked with the people skill fundamentals. And we hopped on the chair with Daniel Roos of Sweden and Stefan Weiner of Austria to hear their thoughts on people skills and why this clinic was important to them. Um, what do you guys want to get out of this clinic? Um, I'm very interested. I, I'm, I met Eric in the beginning of the week and uh, I think he's got like ideas that uh, apply to my ideas uh, a lot, so I wanted to go on his uh, clinic, just that, that's why, <laughs> I think. Yeah, for me, it's, uh, I've been to the clinic in Argentina with the US team, and I was really, yeah, it was great just to, to watch it, to, to be in that, and so, yeah, that was my first feeling with the, with the US clinic, so um, pretty cool, and the next reason why I'm here is... Uh, we in our company, we uh, it's Snow Sports Academy. It's, uh, it's an association from Austria. Uh, we spending a lot of thoughts on that on that uh, whole thing. Oh, the whole concept uh, of on, on the on that concept as you do in in the US. So uh, pretty cool to to see how how your system is, how how you take a look on on that thing. So kind of a tough question I know but um, we really feel like increasing the people skills will bring increased gear have people want to come back if we're actually nice <laughs> yeah. uh, how do you see people skills as being trainable or something we can improve uh, uh, I work as a teacher uh, at home in Sweden uh, and for like six years before I, I just uh, uh, it switched jobs, but uh, for six years I, I worked at uh, as a hospital teacher, and then then you go with children with like HD, uh, what do you call it? HDD and oh ADD, a ADD, yeah, yeah ADD and HD, HD, right. ADHD, ADHD, yeah, right. <laughs> and also <laughs> autism and stuff like that, and. Uh, uh, a lot of their problems are like people skills. Uh, they don't they don't interact to, the, to other children as uh, well as uh, those children does, and and they uh, it's uh, I think it's like crucial to teach them as well because uh, they have it. If if they learn it, they have it as well. So that's uh, that's that's just normal for me. I I think it's uh, trainable, of course. Um, I think it's a bit harder to train than maybe your muscles. Yeah, you just go to the gym and uh, you you keep on uh, keep on going with your workout. Perfect. But to to change something with your own people skill, for example, yeah, it's sometimes a pretty hard hard thing to do. Hard way. Yeah, I think I think also it's like. Uh, someone's like riding on like ah oh, this is just the way I am <laughs> so deal, deal with it or don't uh, yeah. bother like that <laughs> and I, I don't think that's uh, that's that's just wrong I think you can you can train it if you want to because yeah. it is but you easy have to want to, to, to want yeah it is easy to say we can improve your riding or improve your skiing and but we need you to be an outgoing people person 
and then we just kind of leave it alone. Yeah. So it is kind of new for our sport because, I mean, I do think of an instructor as being a really outgoing people person. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that you like start going into instructor uh, education and stuff like that, it's it's because you're a people person. Because if if you're just uh, like a rider, you don't have the interests of teaching others. So it's kind of crucial also to have it in our materi- material, I think. And we we do it in Sweden. We we focus a lot on these kind of skills we do. Yeah. And also it's like uh, financially, if if you're a good people person, even if even though if you like not s- such a good rider or skier or whatever, uh if you're a good people, uh, if you have people skills, then then they will come back and uh, uh, join you another time as well. I think. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah it's like, I, gosh, I just love hanging out with Daniel, <laughs> but I didn't learn anything. <laughs> <laughs> so he's really fun to hang. So we've got to be good at everything we yeah, do in this. Exactly, and yeah. you, know, I'm, you know, I'm only kidding with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you already taught me something coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if if this uh, first impression is working and uh, you think hey I'm with Daniel and I have a good time then you're ready to learn something from him and if this is not happening yeah you're, you're not ready to learn you, you don't want to improve your snowboarding your skiing skills because uh, you're, you're not connected yeah the relations is uh, the relation between you and your uh, like student or whatever uh, it's if you if you start with that, then you, they will attend and they will uh, have the trust in you. Uh, start at, at starting point, and then then they also open up much more for learning. I think. And this is pretty hard for the instructor or trainer uh, to to get that connection to to the, to all of your guests, not just to the first three funny guys and uh, the other one silent in the background. You, you have to to grab the whole the whole group. I'll tell you, speaking of the whole group, standing on my skis in a group of who I consider to be some of the best snowboarders in the world, you talk about being nervous. And you made me feel so at ease right away. Seriously, okay. when you guys came up and were just like, how can we make this apply to your skis? Um, st- while addressing the task that you were assigned to do. And right off the bat, I was just like, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And and also, it's like, <laughs> we're also here because we, we like problems. Like uh, analyzing and uh, adapting things to a problem. And uh, solving that problem. So it's uh, it's just, I, th- I think it's wonderful that, that we mix more. Yeah. yeah. Both, both uh, what we ride on and both gender and uh, ethnicity and uh, countries and stuff like that it's it's wonderful that, that is uh, one of my my basic thoughts we we, sh- we should do uh, all the time especially with kids yeah we start really with uh, with the small kids it's not uh, skiing it is not snowboarding it is having fun in the snow yeah, it, together, it, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're on a snowboard on a, on your skis or on a sledge uh, should be just a uh, if you're a kid and you see the first snowflakes falling down, that you that you feel good if you see that. A great chair ride with some great people, and all too soon it was time for Eric to wrap things up. Did you have?
have an experience this week where you had to, where you were feeling something and had to adjust that based on uh, what your emotions were at the time and it maybe not has, had been appropriate to express really what you were feeling. Did anyone, does anyone have an example they want to share? Yeah, demo for Canada. So we're practicing our demo runs. We had two of them planned. Yeah. And then, you know, we're practicing in the afternoon and whatnot, and uh, Green was over there. And he decides, ah, oh, I really want to hit the jump, you know, but we haven't planned on that. We're on the wrong side of the run. And then we're like, I was like, why do you want to make a change right now? And then, you know, I, I, like I was telling the guys on the chair, I watched myself react the way I did not want to react in that situation, right? I watched it all happen, but I, I couldn't manage my emotions well enough, right? To just this. And then at the end, you know, you hug it out at the end, it's all good, right? Yeah. But like, and he's like, I'm sorry, like, you know, like I didn't mean to like make you feel that way. It's like, well, I'm sorry too. I shouldn't have reacted that way. I should have been more open-minded. Together we come to a compromise or a solution, right? Rather yeah. than me just leaning into you for for a couple sentences, yeah. right? Be, be kind rather than right. Exactly. <laughs> I told you that on the chair, right? Like I was not kind this time. I was trying to be right instead of being kind. I, I don't want people to uh, confuse this with sugarcoating anything and like pretending. That's not what this is. But it is trying to find the right approach to get the right out, right outcome. So, does do, the way you're presenting your emotions at any given point in time, does it match your intent? Like, what did you want from that exchange? Maybe it was not to change things last minute. So, depending on how you communicate that, can make or break that environment. There's only a certain amount of feelings that we have. And if you can identify what those feelings are, you can figure out how to, um, how to, how to react in the way that you want to show up. That makes sense. So, yeah. and it could be physical to be really cued in on what are the physical things going on in your body right now. If you're angry, it tends to be like more clenched fists, more tension in the shoulders. If you're sad, it tends to be more stress in the, in, in the stomach area, maybe in the throat. If you're real, real, real nervous or, you know, feeling, uh, feeling, um, that kind of, uh, that fear of sorts. So. How do you pick up on those cues and then how do you react the way you want to? And it's hard. So was it strange being a skier out with a bunch of great snowboarders? Absolutely not. Learned a ton and uh, what an amazing group of people. Thank you so much, Eric Rolls, for allowing us to put a microphone in and record your clinic. Interski 2019. I'm George Thomas.